0: Bonjour, Grant. (laughs) Bonjour. Time for a bit of culture. Can we do that in this show? Culture? Where does the Tour de France start, Grant? Oh,
1: you're asking me questions now that I probably... I must admit, my knowledge of Tour de France. Where does the Tour de France start? I mean, I know it's not in Paris. That's where it ends. Don't they change it around? not even in France, Grant. It's outside.
0: It's in, like, Brussels. I think it's northern Spain. This year. Oh. Some interesting times. Security's going to be beefed up. There's a bit of civil unrest in France. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, there's also likely to be protesters. Protesters and sport are a big thing at the moment, whether it's climate change, you know, get rid oh. of oil, as we saw in the... Uh, <laughs> the laws, <saw laughs> the ashes! Johnny Besto <laughs> playing the role of bouncer. Uh, to answer all the questions you're probably thinking about, there's only one man in New Zealand you go to, right? Doyon of uh, Psych and Commentary. Dale Waterford is kind enough to join us here on the... Uh, Saturday session on SENZ. Dow. great to have you on the show. How are you doing, sir?
2: Very good. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Now, I am right in the sense it's not starting in France this time around, or if I just completely created that out of my own imagination, which wouldn't surprise
2: me. No, you're 100%, 100% correct. It, um, it starts out of France reasonably often. Um, I think uh, in the last, uh, I can, off the top of my head, you know, it's about 10, at least 10 times um, out of, uh, it started outside France, um, certainly in the early years of the Tour, it was ne- it never left France, you know, the race is now, what, we're in the 110th edition, I think it is, and uh, yeah, it's, it's starting in the Basque Country, in Spain, so a really hard start to the Tour, cycling mad area, of course, um, the home of a five times winner Miguel and so yeah the, the the best fans they know how to party hard on the side of the road, and they'll be out in the first for the opening stage of the tour
1: morning, Dale. great to have you on the show. Um, do you know or you might not know the answer to this, but do towns and cities I guess outside of France do they tender for the route to go through there because it's obviously going to be economically quite good for
0: them? I'm always looking for a
1: club
2: of the ticket out you got <laughs> That yeah, absolutely. Um they do. Yeah. Uh, towns in France also. It's a it's a big deal. Uh that the organizers will already be already be working on the route for for next year and you know, trying to sign towns up. We know where it's, you know, gonna be starting in the in the future and uh as well there's already, you know, as, as we head out I think there's another start either next year or the year after, also outside of France. It was in Denmark last year. So it's a big it's big business. Yeah, definitely um, it brings a lot of people, a lot of tourists in, uh, a, lot of, you know, a lot of staff. It, it's, a, it's a big moving circus for Tour de France. So getting it to come through your, your region is massive economic benefits, no doubt about it. But it, it will cost I, a fair bit as well.
1: Dell, I always get a funny WhatsApp group that comes through, and it will come through today at some stage, where you have to do the same amount of push-ups as there are kilometres per day. In the Tour de France. And if you don't log those push-ups in, then you get kicked out of the group. And, uh, really? It, it's last man standing. I've never made it. I always make it to around about sort of, you know, the seventh or eighth stage. But, I mean, you're looking at, you know, s- some of the stages here. You're looking at 209 kilometers in stage two, backing up from 182 kilometers um, in the, the, the Spanish uh, Bilbao. Is that right? Um, that's so that, right. That's, that's a heavy yeah. start, isn't it?
2: it's a heavy start to the tour I think that before the first rest day what was it 13 or 1,600 kilometers it's a massive start before the first rest day and, and the first the opening couple of stages uh, they're saying you know the hardest effort some of those you know the, the riders who have been doing the swing for a fair, fair few years are saying you know this is the toughest opening stage that they've experienced in the Tour de France and it's certainly not going to decide the tour on, on day one, but, boy, uh, you'll want to come in with good legs and not let one of your major competitors get a few minutes up the road because you know, it's it's going to be tough. And you, you want the top contenders want their legs to be the best in the last week of the tour, but you know, they'll generally come in a little underdone. This year, though, with such a tough opening start to the race. You're going to have to be in pretty good form um, and hope your climbing legs are on early. Yeah, you're so right. 182 k's, 209, 193.5,
0: 182 in the first four days alone, um, and so you've got to do a lot of cycling going up, and then you've got to go around lots of protesters. Because because last year we can't ignore how many how many protests they were. There were. They're coming again, aren't they?
2: Yes, they are. It's really dangerous. It's really dangerous for the cyclists. You know, we see it in all sports. Um, just, just, just as you mentioned, you know, the cricket just the other day, I love the way that was dealt with. It's pretty hard for the bike riders. They're, they're moving at high speeds. The fans are right on the side of the road. They don't have, you know, sec- you know securities in the stadiums looking like Give them jousting them. So, sticks. Yeah, exactly. It's a high cycle like around with and, a jousting stick. Yeah. Uh, one of the best. Um, Back in the back in the eighties, Bernard Hinault, the the Frenchman, five times winner of the Tour de France, there was some protest to stop the race and he lined up and started punching them. Um, so
0: you know, it's it's not new to the Tour de
2: France, but this this year I think um, yeah, there's a fair bit of uh, unrest, especially you know, the civil unrest as, as well as the climate change protesters doing their thing so um, the, the race is a big target like all major sporting events so security has, has been up but I don't know how you up it for a, for peloton of a couple of yeah, right. riders moving along the road with fans you know, standing, their, their toenails are getting run over by the tyres and cases so yeah, it's going to be tough and just you know, for the safety of the riders we've just got to really hope that you know, the protesters protest in, a, in an orderly manner because, you know, these guys are their living and a big crash can end it pretty quickly.
1: Hey, Del, for the, those um, people that or listeners that don't really understand a lot of the, the Tour de France people like me, um, I, I know that there's teams and there's individuals. Explain the dynamics between the individuals within the teams because when you look at it, obviously, you know, Um, the person winning it will get all the accolades, not necessarily the team. But surely there's a lot of protection around the good riders in their team that they believe could win the Tour de France. And how does that dynamic work when it comes to planning, you know, stages 1 through 21?
2: Yes, well, if if you've got a, a rider in your... You know in your team that's capable of winning the Tour de France, the the whole team's geared for for that. So we'll have Jumbo Visma. Their sole focus is to look after Jonas um Teddy Guarda, the UAE team are to look after him. Uh, you know, Bora Hansgrohe will be looking after the Australian joe Henley. Now they'll be. That's their first major focus is to look after their main GC riders. Uh, so all the other seven riders, that's their job. Anything that comes along the way, it's a bit of a bonus. So um you're managing big egos you're managing a whole lot of you know talented individuals that are all superstars in their own right to go we've got one job to do and that's look after this one rider and you're right he'll get all the glory and you'll share it knowing that you helped him um and then you'll have teams that don't have any chance of winning the tour overall but they might have the best sprinter in the race so the other seven riders it's the job to Protect that rider in the hard stages and the mountain stages. Like this first opening day of the tour, the sprinter probably won't get a chance until about stage three, uh, so they've got to make sure he survives, uses as little energy as possible, and can get to that stage that suits him on the flatter course. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. You know, you've got seven, a team of eight, seven of them are, they've got jobs to do. Uh, some teams have just go there, and. They don't have anyone that's a superstar sprinter. They don't have a superstar hill climber, so they're looking for opportunities to get into the break. So a lot of the riders on those teams, they have a lot more free of hand, and you'll see them attack right at the start of stages and try and force into any break to get some either first is publicity for the team, and then hopefully ultimately a stage win. So as the race goes on, there becomes more and more pressure on teams that haven't won a stage, particularly if you're a French team. Um, or if a French rider hasn't won a stage, there's more pressure on those, uh, you know, on those riders. of French like to have a winner, um, and they, they haven't had very many in the in the last sort of 20 years.
0: That is very true. Now, last one from me, Jonas Vingegaard, as you mentioned, um, uh, will be protected. He is the reigning champion, of course, and I think was king of the mountains also uh, in 2022. Is, is is he right at the top of your list as potential favourites?
2: Yes, he's certainly coming into the tour with a you know, slight favouritism tag. It's pretty close between him and Teddy Bagatcha, the the winner from um twenty one. And he got, you know, pretty slaughtered last year, two minutes over two minutes from Janice Vingegaard. So Vingega- and Bagatcha's had a had a crash at a big classic, uh Liege best on Liege and fractured his wrist. So no one really knows how his build up's been since since that time he won the National his national time trial championships by about five minutes, so he's going pretty good. But then you know it's a totally different, fish, the Tour de France. So that that's certainly the two big favourites. They're going to go head to head. I think Jumbo Visma are on paper the slightly stronger team. They always seem to have riders around Vingegaard when it matters the absolute most. Um, whereas we often see Tadej Pogacar a little bit isolated. So well, you know that's going to play a key part in the later later part of the tour. Uh, but that's certainly the main two, and then outside of that, we've got you know Egon Benil, who's coming back from a, a horrendous crash with a bust for 2019 champion, Jai Hindley. I think's a big outsider. Uh, won the Giro d'Italia uh, last year, making his debut on this tour. He'll be in the mix. Ben O'Connor, fourth in uh, 2020, another Australian. So certainly, you know, there's, there's some riders. Uh, Roman um, Roman Bardet's there, David Gaudu for France, who finished fourth last year, but. The gap between the top two and those other names I just mentioned is still quite a bit. So, you know, you, a lot can happen in three weeks. You've got to stay upright. You've got to stay out of trouble. You've got to stay healthy. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's a number of riders at the end of three weeks could still, you know, we might not be talking about the top two. You know, we've seen them taken out before in the first week of the tour. You know, we've seen Chris Brim taken out a few years back in the first week of the tour. Um, so, a lot can happen. And, but, but right now, um, the last year's first and second, they are the, the best bets.
1: Um, probably a really stupid question, but you can't replace team players. If they're out, they're out. No, Grant, they're you golf. can't
0: do one stage and then and have then a, a freshie come a fresh, in and do the rep. A come in as yeah, sub. Yeah. You, no,
1: that's you it. No, you can't. Down? And that, and that yeah.
2: no, you can't. And that hits teams really hard. Um, you, know, your, yeah. you know, last year, you know, Garcha lost quite a few key men, and. Um, you know, if you end up, there's only eight riders, and if you're protecting one, that's seven. And if you lose two or three, you know, it gets pretty thin on the ground. So, again, that's why, you know, the safety of the riders, the protecting of the riders, because these teams need everybody to be as fit and healthy for as long as possible on the tour. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, you can't bring subs in. So, um, yeah, it's, you've got to look after everyone you've got on the start line. And uh, we've got a couple of Kiwis on the start line as well, which is really exciting from, you know, New Zealand you know, fam, you know, point of view, where I think we've only had like 14 riders over the history of the tour. Um, ride the race and having two on the start line this year, Dion Smith, who's done Brilliant. it three times, and more the King of the Mountains jersey last time you rode for for a few days in the first week, and uh, Corbin Strong, who's an absolute superstar, making his debut for Israel Premier Tech. And, uh, you know, they both riders have got jobs to do but they'll be looking for opportunities themselves as well so yeah for for New Zealand fans uh, it's fantastic to have two on the start line. Unfortunately George Bennett's not there after you know some big crash a couple of big crashes in the tortoise Swiss and uh, just couldn't couldn't repair the body in time to be on the team with teddy Pogacar. so the two on the start's really exciting for, for our, from our point of view
0: indeed Del hey thanks so much for dropping by and, and chatting to us adding your expertise my friend go bank some sleep because I know you've got some very late nights early mornings ahead
2: you're not wrong thanks very much for having me on yeah my wife said last night I'll see you in August so um,
0: be <laughs> <great>. <laughs> the key to a happy marriage take a month off uh, that's what she's thinking thanks so much Del thanks Del Del Woodford you're our fine cycling commentator thanks so much uh, joining us on the show